Blog Talk Radio. Interviewing your favorite musicians, comedians, and other creative souls. This is the Carrie Edelman Show. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Carrie Edelman Show. Tonight we have the amazing musicians Pete Murray and Neil Godfrey coming on to promote their acoustic, electronic, I would say ambient rock band Life on Planet Nine. So we have a great interview with these guys tonight. This is going to be Pete's third time on my show, uh, just to plug him because I want people to check out the other interviews he did. He was on June 3rd. 2013 to promote Low Pro and uh, Disintegration Effect, the album they released. And then on, let's see, March 10th, 2014, he was on with his other side project, White Noise Owl, to promote their EP, Until We Meet Again. So I want to welcome everyone to the show tonight. Thank you for joining us, Pete and Neil. Um, It's going to be a pleasure to interview them, and I've had the honor of having so many amazing bands on this show. So please check out the podcast and support all these amazing artists. Some of the bands I've had on include Bobaflex, Soil, iEmpire, Otherwise, Eve to Adam, Raw, Art of Dying, Royal Bliss, so, and the list goes on. So please promote, uh, support them as well as the comedians I've had on my show, filmmakers, and a variety of other people in the entertainment industry. So before I bring them on, I just want to do a brief introduction, give a little bit of background about the show. Um, my background is in clinical psychology. That's what I have my doctorate degree in. And one of the things I just really enjoy doing is just interviewing people, getting to know them, and really help really helping the audience learn about who these people are because my show is not just going to be a cookie-cutter interview where I just throw out some basic questions. You're really going to get a good vibe and understanding of what these people's background is like, what their life story is like. My other passion is the entertainment industry. Um, I have an album out as a solo artist. I do some writing for some magazines, and then I also have the radio show. So I wanted to really combine my backgrounds with interviewing and uh, supporting people in the entertainment, which is why uh, I created this show. So if you're tuning in, please create a Blog Talk Radio account by going to blogtalkradio.com. And if you want to call in tonight, the number is 805-243-1320. Although I mentioned I'm a clinical psychologist, I always like to throw this out there. My show is purely meant for entertainment purposes, and we're not going to be doing any formal therapy. Um, We do like to joke around a lot. I have a great sense of humor. And sometimes we do do some educational stuff. And uh, if you tune into the... Actually, those interviews I did with Pete, we do a lot of uh, kind of some psychology stuff. So I'll let you guys check it out. I'm not going to go into details about that. All right. So I don't even know where to begin with these guys. I have so many notes in front of me tonight. Neil Godfrey and Pete Murray have been writing music together for almost 20 years in Southern California. Uh, People will be familiar with their bands Low Pro and also the previous band Ultra Spank. I know fans are out there that just, you know, are diehard uh, fans about that music. And Lopro, as we know, released three albums, including their self-titled album, The Beautiful Sounds of Revenge, and then their most recent one, which was titled Disintegration Effect. So while Pete and Neil were writing music, they, along the way, were having this, as they described it, electro-melodic, majestic type of sound that was coming out, and people can hear it in some of their earlier music. And they were trying to find a place for this other sound that they had and music that they were wanting to put out there. So in 2011, they released under Life on Planet Nine their album Bittersweet, and uh, it's an amazing album, so please check it out. I mean, I listen to that one constantly. 
And along the way, they have been, I guess, as we know, writing some more music. And uh, tomorrow, they're going to be releasing on August 26th the follow-up, The Theory of Everything, which is going to be available worldwide on iTunes, Amazon Music, and all the other digital sites. So please download this album, pick a copy of it up, and be sure to check them out. You can go to their Facebook page, Life on Planet Nine. They have some information up there, too. So I don't want to get into too much more uh, background because I want to bring them on and interview them tonight and let them support and promote this album that they have coming out. All right, so let's see. Let's bring this person on first because i got two people here in the switchboard. Hey, how are you doing? Carrie. Hey, this is Pete, right? Yes, it is. Okay. I always know Pete's voice. How are you doing, Pete? <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing? <laughs> good. Hearing your voice always gets me out of my stressful day and my work that I do. So it's very great to have you on the show again. So hold on. Let me bring Neil on, too. Awesome. Okay. Hey, Neil, how are you? Hi, Carrie. How are you? Good. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. What's yeah, up, absolutely, guys. Hey, buddy. <laughs> and and please, guys, on? be humorous. Make sure you guys are humorous. Tell some really cool stories about your backgrounds, and we're going to get into all that stuff because I really like to, uh, you know, like I said in the beginning and in introduction of my show, really give a flavor of what you guys are like, not just as musicians, but as people. All right? Love Perfect. it. Okay, sounds good. So I know I've had Pete on, but I still want him to give, you know, before in the past he's been on twice, but I still want him to give some background information. But I definitely want you to also give some information on yourself, Neil, since this is the first time on the show that I'm having you on, and I want to learn a little bit about, you know, you as a musician and growing up. So whoever wants to start, just start out telling us a little bit about, you know, where you grew up, um, what you were like as a kid, you know, what were some of your interests, and, and then how did you start to gravitate towards music and get involved in it? Uh, I'll I'll start. I'm a singer, man. I'll start, Neil. <laughs> Take it away, kid. Uh, I grew up in New York, actually, uh, and wanted to come to California from a very early age. So as soon as I got out of high school, I came out here for school and never left. Uh, and I met Neil in Santa Barbara. We were in kind of competing rock bands in Santa Barbara and, and actually uh, didn't like each other at first. Really? Well, real quick, what were the what were the competing bands? What were the band? What was the band you were in, um, Pete? And then what was Neil's band? Let's just say I was in a, a speed metal band. Um, we attracted. We were a pretty big band. We had a we had a great fan base, but it was all dudes. And Neil was in more of a kind of a cool rock, fun party band, and they attracted all the ladies. So we hated them. Yeah, we <laughs> we were a horrible band, but. <laughs> Horrible man. Uh, you guys have a name, or you don't want to you don't want to reveal the name. Oh, I don't think and that's, that's fine. Necessary. I I respect yeah, that. That's, if that's you know. probably not necessary. <laughs> okay, then that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Well, that's yeah, fine. It was a, let's say it was a stepping stone. And in fact, okay. the, some of the some of the members of that uh, band, including the, like the drummer and the bass player, uh, joined me in Ultraspank. So. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. But but all I don't want to fast forward. Okay, go ahead, Pete. No, I was just saying both bands kind of broke up at the same time, and, and then oddly enough, you know, because we obviously had a, a mutual musical respect for each other, we, we started jamming with Neil, and then that led to Ultraspank. Thank you, Russell, I, I don't want to fast forward too quickly, guys. 
Um, and we'll talk, because we're definitely going to get into talking about Ultra Spank and Lil Pro and then, you know, how Life on Planet Nine started to come out of uh, the music that you guys had that you couldn't fit with Lil Pro. Um, but, but digress a little bit, Pete, just give a little information again on, you know, what made you get interested in singing and, and just give us a little bit of background in terms of you growing up and then I want to hear Neil's um, story too. Yeah, I mean, I kind of was a late bloomer as far as actually performing music, but um, I I always had a soundtrack going for my life for as, for as long as I can remember. I used to listen to um, Sabbath Volume 4 when I was just, like, rocking back and forth on, on the, the edge of the bed as a little kid. My, I destroyed all my brother's records on my little Mickey Mouse record player. Um, but I was, <laughs> nice. I was always okay. into always into music. I was the guy in high school who had a Walkman on all the time and I just always loved music but but didn't, you know, I I played various instruments but not uh, passionately, I guess I would say. But then when I kind of got a little older and started getting exposed to more different kinds of music I just, I think I saw Ministry live and then went out and bought a a microphone the next day and then it all began. All right, cool, very cool. And any formal training, Pete? And I know I've interviewed you before, but I want to also, you know, make it new for people that are tuning in tonight that might have not heard the previous interviews I did with you. Yeah, no problem. I, you know, I, I um, not at first, and then uh, my wife actually pushed me to do uh, take opera lessons. So I did. I took opera lessons kind of just before Ultraspank formed. And it really changed okay. the way I, the way I started singing. And it, I think more than anything, it kind of taught me how to sing properly, which I'm not saying I do all the time, but it, it just gave me an awareness of how to kind of push the voice in a way that wouldn't completely destroy it all the time. And then, you know, I really just kind of fine-tuned it on, on my own since then. Okay, cool. And that's how you get, I guess, that beautiful falsetto voice, right? <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Okay, so Neil, tell me, um, tell me a little bit about yourself. Where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Southern California, pretty much my whole life, just kind of moving around okay. from different different town to different town. And uh, my situation was basically at an early age. My uh, my parents kind of got me into like playing piano, which I didn't like at all. But then. Um, as I got into like the fourth or fifth grade, I got into uh, like playing trumpet and horn in- instruments, and that kind of got me probably into about the eighth grade, where my father was a guitar player and he bought me a guitar because I just kind of like was infatuated by watching him play and do all his stuff, and and that kind of I just went from there. Started playing lots of guitar yeah. and. Uh, you know, started listening to Metallica records and Slayer records, and I was able to kind of pick it up from there and and, and start just doing my own thing. So. Cool. So are you mostly, would you say, self-taught, or, I mean, you mentioned that you uh, had piano pretty, lessons? Pretty much, for the, for, for the yeah. most part. You know, I mean, I, I followed up with some more piano lessons later on, and, and I've taken guitar lessons and stuff from, from different people, but, you know, it's mostly self-taught. Wow, very cool. I mean, you're a phenomenal yeah. guitar player, but both you and Pete, the stuff you guys put out is just some of my favorite stuff, so it's it's great. Oh, thank you. Is anyone, nice. um, you know, and you're, you're welcome, is anyone in your family, you know, in the music industry? I mean, is anyone? 
like formally involved uh, with you, or just people kind of do not it? Not at all. Just for okay. Yeah, I just just love music. <laughs> that was that was cool. about it. Yeah, but nice. but my mother nice. is my biggest fan. That's that great. is for That's sure. Great to have that support. <laughs> yeah. Why do you say That's that? Why do you say that? That the way you said that. She's just she's, always been like really supportive of me playing music, and you know, she was the one that tried to get me to play piano in the beginning, and just uh, just always pushing and very supportive. And you know, like when we were out there in tours in the past, she was always right there, just you know, anywhere she could come see us play, she'd always be there. So, very cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah. that's great to have family support like that, especially when it's such a you know, challenging and, and difficult industry and a lot of ups and downs and unfortunately probably more downs is I remember Pete telling us in that low pro interview it was like gosh Pete it was like an hour and a half we did it was a great interview though. But just, you know, really delving into, you know, some of the you know, difficulties that happened along the way, but you guys continue to persevere and that's awesome. Dark places. So um <laughs> did you real quick, Neil, what else do you do on the side? Do you do you work? Did you go to college? Uh, I do work. I am actually an electrical contractor to uh, to pay my bills. So, nice. yeah, very cool. And 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 mention too what you do, Pete. Uh, I actually work for a marketing company up in Santa Barbara as well. I make magazines to pay my bills. Nice. There you guys go. Got to pay. Got to <laughs> pay those bills. Got to pay those bills. And that's and I think, you know, if you guys can both comment together, because I think it would be really interesting. I mean, you know, a lot of musicians I've had on my show, and I understand that they say, you know, to really do what you want to do in the music world, you have to kind of drop everything and kind of basically give your life away to it. And But you can do it like you guys have shown. Um, and, and maybe just, you know, it's all relative. It's, it's maybe on a different level. You guys have definitely... I think, and satisfied with just putting stuff out and not having to tour nonstop and that type of stuff. But maybe comment just on, on how you can do both. You can have a job slash career and still be successful musicians. You know, our, our experience in the business was just very different from the bands that we were kind of uh, entering the business in at the same time with. And I remember in, in Ultras Bank, when we would get off the road, we would actually we actually worked helping our attorney's contractor build an addition on his house, which we probably should have paid more attention to at the time, because <laughs> it really kind of it was above this incredible indication of where the money goes in the business. But wow, I think you know for Neil and I, I mean we've we've always worked. We've never. There was a time in Lopro when there was uh, a good deal of money around and, and we didn't have to as much, but we've always been guys that worked kind of, you know, regular jobs. Whenever we'd come off the road, we'd go to work just because that's that was just where we were. So I think in a lot of ways it it was it helped us. You know, we we've never really written music because we had to, you know, because oh, I got these bills, I got to kind of crank out another record so we can go on tour. We we just always kind of written music just because we love to. And yeah, we've never been. Right. I, I do, I see a lot of bands that we, you know, that we know really well, you know, that get in these desperate situations where they have to get a record out 
and get out there to get some money flowing. And I, I'm not going to say I don't envy that. I mean, I'd love to, to be out there doing it full time, but it, it it is kind of a unique position for us in that we we have total freedom all the time. There's nothing right, nothing pushing us to, you know, we have to do this record because we've got to do this or do that. It's like we really just kind of do it because we we love to do it and we don't have to, which is kind of a, a unique and situation. I'm not saying that not I don't, want to, <laughs> but that's just where we are. Right, but I think, and you've, you've, I know, said this, and I'm sure Neil can comment on this, too. You've said in other interviews that I've had with you, Pete, is that you can do the music you want that you're passionate about that comes from your heart. You know what I mean? And it's not like you're being put in a situation where it's like, okay, not like a cookie-cutter approach, but, you know, you got to put out music that sounds like this because that's what's going to sell to the... You're not in that type of a situation, and it, like you said, I mean, going back to the word freedom, that's, that's what it gives you guys, and you can do what you want to do. There, there's, there's definitely there's definitely outside forces involved when when you are like locked in with the business, you know, like indirect influence, however you want to put it. But you know, like 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 Pete said, this this situation is very unique in the fact that you know, like we've kind of been in and out of the business, and and we're still on our feet, just writing music because we love to, and like really trying to capture the passion of what just we really love about it, you know? So. Definitely. Yeah, we're really, we're really, there's, there are no limits on, on what we, what we do anymore. Like we, we don't, we're not trying to fit in any kind of mold. I mean, if, if, if what we do doesn't turn out to be what people like, I think we'll still do it because it's right. what we like. Right. So it doesn't really doesn't really matter. It's it's a very liberating position to be in, and I you know for a while we were definitely uh, you know kind of um, scratching to get back in at a certain time just because what we were doing was sort of relevant, quote unquote, in in the sort of a mainstream way or whatever. You know, other bands that were kind of like us were being pretty successful, so we were trying to get in there real fast there was sort of this ticking clock and that doesn't exist anymore so it, yeah. it's right pretty amazing right so i let's, always let's say go like, back you know, to if, oh go ahead if if we feel like putting out a salsa record we we can pretty <laughs> we much can <laughs> we can do whatever we want man that's awesome. No, that's awesome. Let's let's start to backtrack a little bit to like you guys were talking about how you were kind of these arch enemies and these two different bands and so how did you guys start to develop a relationship? I mean, which is and I'm very envious, especially in the music industry, the last, you know, twenty plus years that you guys have been working together, it's just phenomenal it's 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 a really cool thing to see so just you know backtrack a little bit and talk about how you guys did start to come together and start to work as a team and get involved in ultra spank and low pro and then we'll go into uh life on planet nine well i'll I'll speak for myself even even though we we bagged on neil's band it was it was out of jealousy like i mean we i always i always recognized i mean neil was a badass guitar player and he had like a incredible understanding of tone so he always had a raging tone and it wasn't like i hated what he did or anything it's just they were destroying right. us sort of as the competition so <laughs> i think just the timing of everything both those bands kind of broke up at the same time and and uh it was sort of like a, we were we rehearsed next to each other too by the way 
Yeah. So, so that that was that was crazy too because because Pete's band was so ferocious that we would be trying to squeeze in rehearsal time before they would show up to rehearse because by the time they fired up to start practicing it was just like even with our amps up as loud as we could turn and like we we could no longer even hear ourselves practicing. <laughs> it was it was like a herd of elephants was just just tearing the wall down. So, but, so, uh, so real quick, Pete, but, how do you have any hearing then anymore? Do you did you wear earplugs or what? What's going I, on here? If you're you were playing that loud, I think you could argue that I do not have any hearing left. Okay. <laughs> it took a toll. I was foolish. Although I did stay, I my microphone was at the very front of the studio, so I kind of got off easy because I was behind the the speaker cabinets most of the time. Gotcha. Okay. So as Neil said, though, you guys are you're playing next door to each other. And so who approaches who in terms of when Ultraspang starts to, you know, eventually form? What, what's going on in terms of how that comes to be? I, I, think, uh, I think the drummer and bass player actually, they came to one of my gigs and they approached me. But, you know, like it was kind of still amidst a falling out among Pete's band. So... The whole thing for me was I was a huge fan of Pete's, and I was like, you know, I'm I'm interested, but I don't want to do the same thing that you guys are doing. And mm-hmm. if I'm going to be a part of what you guys are doing, I definitely want Pete to be a part of it. And I think he was still kind of like on the fence, kind of like, oh, I'm not sure I want to do this with these guys. And and I think what we did is we kind of showed up, and uh, as a band without. Pete there and we worked on some songs and we recorded some tracks and uh, I think we we gave those tracks to Pete and he was kind of like he he came back with you know with these finished products of just these killer songs and and I I think at that point everybody's like everybody's like we've got something here let's let's do this so very cool I think the first the first song I did was Butter yeah wound up on the first Ultra Spank record. Then there were a couple other really great songs that, that kind of got lost in the shuffle. But Butter, I think, was the first song that I heard and was like, okay, this is like a different... I'm not just going back into the same band with a different guitar player. This is actually something totally unique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then from Ultra Spank, just, you know, give us some brief information in terms of how, you know, low pro formed out of that, and then we'll start getting into the Life on Planet Nine, because I definitely want to play at least two, if not three songs tonight off the album. Well, I think the, the common theme here is that Neil and I always, like, we've just been really, we, we have this, um, you know, this writing relationship that, you know, Ultraspank kind of had a heartbreaking journey in the business, and mm-hmm. when I walked away from it, I remember I walking off that tour bus the last time I knew it was going to be the last time, and I, I didn't really know whether I would sing anymore and I didn't really care um, but literally maybe two weeks later Neil knocked on my door with his guitar and he's like kid I got some riffs check this out and we just kind of ran with this new thing without really thinking about it and and that's yeah. kind of how it happened and even when Low Pro was going Neil and I were always writing this kind of crazy stuff on the side that maybe didn't fit with the project but it didn't matter like we just really had fun doing it so that's kind of the way it's been for damn near 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and that probably has 
something to do with, you know, the, the, the jumping around of band titles, because I know people are always, like, kind of curious about that. You know, Ultra Spank and Low Pro and Life on Planet Night, isn't it all the same thing? But it, it really isn't. Because No, definitely not. Because it's all very different music. And and Life on Planet Nine is 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 definitely like that's that's me and Pete now you know like that's that's just what happens when the two of us write music at this point after you know right. twenty years right right and that's crazy well let's do this let's yeah. let's play one song and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk again just more about you know this this music that really didn't have a place and that's how kind of Life on Planet Nine was was coming to be um so let's check out rainy days because i know you guys have a video out for that right now it's a really cool video and uh this is going to be one of the as pete would say smash hit singles see pete i remember i don't forget about that off of, you uh, forgot you forgot album. chart to- chart topping smashed it oh no well i remember the first time you said to me was smash hit now okay chart <laughs> topping too chart i'll remember that for later on smash hit carrie come on <laughs> Oh, my God, you guys would be so much fun to hang out with. Um, and Neil oh, yeah. seems very laid back. Is Neil pretty, like, he seems very calm and just kind of laid back, and, and Pete is definitely the more animated one. Am I correct? Uh, I that, think so. That's a little debatable. Oh. Oh, okay. All right. Especially if you <laughs> throw, a little, throw a little sake in the mix, forget him. Yeah, I was going to say it probably okay. has something to do with, like, uh, like how much – how much consumption goes on at times. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm just saying, without the consumption, that's my, that's my, yeah. uh, that's what I'm picking up on. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm pretty chill. I'm pretty laid back, you know. It's... Yeah. No, you've got a very nice disposition, very just kind of matter of fact. And <laughs> so, well, um, you. okay. Thank Why you, you guys? That. Absolutely. Why don't you guys tell us a little bit about this track, Rainy Days, and it's off of the new album, The Theory of Everything. And remind me later on, I want to ask you about the title of that because I want to know what The Theory of Everything is. Um, but tell us right now about Rainy Days a little bit and why you, just, why you guys chose this one as the you know main one to feature initially. I think uh, for me it was kind of like it's a really good indication of what's coming on this record, I think. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, I think I had mentioned to you uh, just through email, the, the first record was, you know, it was an acoustic record, pretty much. And then we wrote uh, What Would You Say, which we put up online a long time ago. That was kind of the first song. And then Rainy Days, really, we we really kind of fell into a groove of what we were going to be doing on this record, kind of with the program beat and a more plugged-in sound. And then both of us, I would say, going way off the charts with our instruments as far as what we've done in the past. So I think it's a good representation cool. of what the record is. Nice. And what is what is Rainy Days? What is the is there a meaning or some content behind that title? Um it, it's a song about moving on. Which um I think okay. uh is sums it all up. <laughs> cool. All right. Yep. Let's leave it at that then. All right, guys, hold on. I'm going to play this song, and then we'll come back and talk more about the album, okay? Nice. Uh-oh, hold on a second. I'm having some problems with my mouse, so i got to get, hopefully I have a new battery here to put in it. Just hold on, guys. Tell us a little bit, uh, yeah, gosh, that's the last thing I need. So why don't you tell us a little bit about, <laughs> tell us about the album title while I'm putting this in. 
Um, you know, you want you want that one, Pete? I'll take that. Yeah. I I think um, the theory of everything just kind of, you know, like, like I was saying before, we've had a certain journey in this music business together. It, it went a certain direction, and I mm-hmm. we we spent probably a little too long, I would say, in retrospect, kind of theorizing about, you know, what happened and maybe what if we hadn't met this person, maybe would things be different, or if we hadn't done this, would, would things be different? And I think we're in this amazing place now where we just realize that the theory of everything that's happened to us just doesn't really make a difference. It's nothing. So it, it doesn't matter. We don't really dwell on it anymore. We just keep doing what we really like to do, and, and we're going to keep doing it until it's not fun, which I just don't think – I don't see that ever happening. So – the bottom line is the, right. theory, theory, the theory of everything is nothing. It doesn't matter. That's kind <laughs> of everything that's is really nothing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I was but, hoping it would be a little more did, deeper, but but I think it's I think well, it has a lot of relevance. I think that's <laughs> kind of that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Cool. All right. <laughs> now this is working, guys. Okay. Thanks for sharing that piece. And uh, <laughs> hold on, guys. Okay. And I'm gonna we're gonna check out the song now. All right, everyone, again, you're listening to Pete Murray and Neil Godfrey of Life on Planet Nine, and here is the chart-topping, I think I have it correct now, uh, smash hit single. I'm going to put both of them together. Rainy Days off of their album, The Theory of Everything, which is out tomorrow, August 26th, so be sure to pick up a copy, and we'll be back in a moment.
All right, everyone, welcome back. Rainy Days by Life on Planet Nine with their new album that is out tomorrow, August 26th, titled The Theory of Everything. So check it out. It is an amazing album. It is stocked with just really cool acoustic, electronic type songs. And again, if you have Bittersweet, definitely going to love this album. It's, it's just as good. All right, and Neil back on. Hey, hey, All right, guys. Hey, hey, awesome, awesome stuff. <laughs> so this is interesting because I'm just looking in the switchboard because I had uploaded three of the songs, and I don't usually pay attention to how long they are, but it's interesting to see that most of your songs are about, you know, in that four-minute, four-plus-minute range. Is there a reason you, you do that, or you just feel like, you know what, we're going to write what we want to write, and it's just going to, you know, end when it ends? Well, actually, Carrie, we have a couple of pretty lengthy tracks on this record. So I would I would argue that we're actually kind of getting out of that uh, a bit. Okay. Um, we've got a song called Stay on the record that's, you know, over seven minutes long. There's uh, Here We Are is over and again, six I, minutes long. I, I, it's not that I haven't listened to it. I love all this stuff. No, I just no, no, don't no, even no. pay attention because I'm working out. <laughs> totally cool. Totally cool. But we, okay. we I think we definitely ventured out on this record more than we have before. But I think in, in general, you know, our songwriting style, we just like to get to the point. Um, but I think when we were building this record, we kind of started going out on these really cool journeys where it, it just kind of called for a little more uh, right. electronic exploration. <laughs> nice. So there's nice. some of my, yeah, and, some of my favorite here, songs on the record are actually, you know, like one of my favorites is, is over seven minutes long. That's called Stay. Okay. Here we are. I love that track. That one's great. Carry on, as I told you. That's I had told you in an email when we were going back and forth. That one was just, you know, yeah. stuck in my head all the time. The stars is great. I mean, so yeah. I mean, there's tons of great stuff on it now. Um, cool, cool. Well, yeah, great stuff. And uh, how long did it take you guys to put together this album? How long were you working on it? For a while. Yeah. But but it's, but, but, but the songs come out pretty fast. Like, okay. like when we start getting onto a onto a track, I mean, some some tracks come together in like two days. You know, you know, we'll 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 kind of pick them apart once we have like the initial piece of the song. But uh, you know, we 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 tried to spend time on this stuff for sure. You know, and like we're constantly like sending files back and forth. So yeah, for we, me, we have a tendency. Sorry, kid. Don't mean to interrupt. We, no, we go have a ahead. tendency go ahead. to we we lay something down, and then you know if, if we feel like we, something can be improved, then we have no no problem ripping the guts out of that and kind of redoing parts. Sometimes Neil writes a new part, even though a song didn't need it, but it's just better. Kind of, uh, and, and we'll just kind of go in and and fix things up. And like I was saying before, there's there's no ticking clock with us, so. Right. Yeah. We started kind of, you know, kind of tinkering with some songs, um, and we wrote a low pro record in there, somewhere, and then kind of snowball started to roll as we kind of got, we started just really having fun doing some kind of weirder stuff, and uh, and we wrote a flurry of songs kind of towards the end. I I was talking about releasing the record a little too early because people were getting all excited and then all of a sudden all these songs, Neil started kind of sending me all these ideas and, and we just 
wrote some of my favorite songs right at the end, all since probably April or May, I think. So. Cool. Yeah. Cool. You know, I, I remember when you were briefly talking about it, and I was like, "Oh, that'll be great. I'll have them on my show at some point." And and then there was like this <laughs> kind of little bit of a no. There, there was like a little lull, and then all of a sudden it was like, "Bam!" It came out again. It was like, "All right, we're we're going to be ready to be releasing this soon." So yeah, there was. It did seem like a little bit of a a delay in between. That's probably when you guys were, you know, coming up with this other material. Yeah, and that was that was my bad. I just kind of felt like, oh, you know, we we've got almost enough for a record. Maybe we'll just you know, put out a shorter record. And then mm-hmm. we just started kind of killing it, you know, and, and uh, everything was one of the last songs we wrote, you know, and like that's that's one of my favorites on the record, so. Yeah, we're definitely going to play that in a little bit. So, yeah, that's a great track too, really great stuff. Yeah, when, um When you guys talk about, you know, exchanging files and stuff like that, and I remember you mentioned in the past on other interviews, Pete, that, you know, you you have your own setup and stuff in terms of, recording it, mixing it. Did you guys do everything yourself with this album in terms of mixing it, mastering it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's great. Pete, we are Pete two, Murray we Studios. Are, we are a two-man operation <laughs> right no, now. No, that's awesome. And I, what role, if any, do you do you play Neil, do you play Pete in terms of when it comes to more of the, you know, producing, mixing, that type of aspect? Well, I think, I think the greatest thing for me is that we just have a... a totally open line of communication. There's never any weirdness if, you know, sometimes Neil delivers an idea, I'll bust a bulk line, and then, like, if he doesn't text me right back, well, then I know, why. Well, maybe that one wasn't as good as some of the, <laughs> some of the others. Because Neil gets a little passive-aggressive. This, <laughs> this, this, uh, this time was definitely an interesting process because, through the file sharing thing, I mean, there there would be times where I would write a song, I'd, I'd track it all out, send send it to Pete what I thought was really good. He'd get his vocals and drum beats and stuff and send it back to me, and and then I would like, I would just mute my guitar tracks, and I would like write a completely different song underneath his vocal track, like wow. not even the same not even the same chords, and it would like be this completely different song. I just, didn't we do that a few times? We we did it a bunch of times, and it it creates this crazy thing where the, the vocals and the guitars are kind of almost doing a chordal thing instead of... Yeah, I, it's I wild. Definitely, I definitely tend to follow what's already there, so it created these completely... We did it a bunch of times, and it was pretty mind, pretty mind-blowing. Yeah. Very cool. That's cool. That's cool. I'm, I'm trying to think what of one. What was your... Oh, go ahead. Can you, no, I just can can't you think, think of a track I can't think of one. You can't. Okay. And we did it with a bunch what of was them. Your, what was your initial reaction, Pete, when you know, you, you've already kind of put your melody, your vocals down to something specific, and then you send it off to Neil, and he eventually, I guess, sends you back something totally different? Uh, most of the time, it's totally fine. Occasionally, okay. if I'm a little tired... I, I roll my eyes, <laughs> but, but but the minute I he gets grumpy, <laughs> yeah, so like, but I'll listen to it. Like he'll he'll send me right. a, a little phone, a little memo from his phone. He'll be okay. I think I got a better riff. Check this out, and I'll be like, oh, right. come on. And then I'll listen to it and I'll be like, damn it, all right. And I'll pull all the guitars out and send him a blank file, and then he's we start again. But it's always worth it. So. 
cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's, it's, it's always cool. undeniable. It's like, well, I know it's better, so let's let's do it. So what is what is the secret to the just again? Just I told you, I'm very envious. This relationship that you guys have as musicians, where you're just able to kind of have that give and take, and and no one's kind of you know standing on a soapbox and getting all egotistical about hey, my stuff's better and I mean, is that just what the key is, that you guys are able to kind of... No, seriously. I mean, take a step back. It's just, I, I think I, so I, many people could learn from these dynamics. I, well, I, I think that's what ultimately is, is that we have learned from these dynamics because we've seen these dynamics before, even, even amongst right. ourselves. And it's mm-hmm. like, there always has to be give and take, and, you know, there's, there has to be compromise. You, you just, you, you got to, like... You got to choose your battles. Learn that mm-hmm. quote someplace along the line, and uh, <laughs> you just got to find a happy medium. And 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 I know every time I wrote these these guitar parts, like I I try to like dig deep within myself and find that stuff that just makes your skin crawl. And it's like I can almost imagine in my mind when I'm writing something like how Pete. Will will perceive it and and then attack it, you know. And it's like, and, and I think that has a lot to do with it too. Just right. just well, just, know each other just, so well know, at just, this point. yeah, just knowing him and being bros for so many years, you know. It's like we we became friends from music, and and now music has created us to be even better friends. That's kind of funny. I was gonna say. I was going to say that our, our egos are so big, they cancel, <laughs> they cancel each other out, and then we're just on this level playing. We're at zero, so it works. Oh, that's right. funny. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I, you know, I, there's, obviously we're, we're the best friends we've probably ever been, and I think with that mutual respect, you know, there's, there's just, mm-hmm. I mean, we're not doing this, you know, like I said before, to to prove anything really we're just doing it because we we love to do it and that's that's like the perfect place for an art form so yeah it just cool. comes comes straight out of the heart and just for love of of doing it okay well let's uh let's talk about the love of doing it the everything the song everything right now which is uh as you mentioned pete one of your favorite ones and why don't you guys talk a little bit about how that song came together and and why that is one of you know the standout ones to you on the on the album. Yeah, you know what? If I could just add too, Neil and I have been through a lot of stuff. So, sure. Um, at, at this point, I mean, you know, we've seen, there there are very few surprises anymore. We've just seen so much and been through so much stuff that, you know, we, we we've just kind of we're just homies. That's all. And when you're but, referring um, to, is there anything? If there's that, is there anything you know interesting that you guys you want to briefly talk oh, about I mean, when you say that you know you've been through so much and we know through Ultra Spank and Lil Pro and the ups and the downs with the labels and all that type of stuff. Is there anything else that you're you know pulling I mean, that, when you're talking about that, that whole that whole journey? You know, I mean, um, right. from you know sitting in a room with Andy Wallace watching him mix our record. You know, a guy who I think probably was both of our heroes. Um, listening mm-hmm. to our favorite record, uh, to, you know, flying back east to meet with a bunch of record labels uh, when it came time to do the, the low pro thing. To, I mean, we've just done all this crazy stuff. 
together along the way. So it's never, I mean, and we just kind of, you know, it's just been an awesome experience. Yeah, there, there's all kinds of crazy stuff too. Like now that you even mentioned sitting there in that studio with Andy Wallace, like in that time frame while we were sitting there, like like the Disturbed record popped up. Right, we would probably we probably listen we listened to that before probably months before it ever even hit hit the shelves. It was like just, wow, just crazy little things like that. We could talk about that stuff all day, but it's probably better not to because. <laughs> just, just, just too many things to talk about. Sure, no, I understand. <laughs> it's been an adventure. Great, it has. But I, you know, I think we uh, obviously got served some humble pie along the way as well. So it's, it's always oh, yeah. kept us really mm-hmm. grounded. And and uh, I, I'm not living in a you know a, a house with a nine car garage. You know, we're 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 just regular dudes who love to write music. So. Right. Yeah, it makes you appreciate things, and I think that's what you're referring to and getting at as you guys talk about just the, the the ups and the downs and the challenges that you went through. And, Definitely. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, talk a little bit but about I, everything. I will say and oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Everything. Everything is one of those songs that Neil was just talking about. I think we wrote that song in like a day or something, or maybe maybe a little longer. But it happened super fast. Uh, wow. Yeah. It's one of my just one of my faves, but it happened. It really happened, kind of at a point where I was hoping we were sort of done, just so we can kind of get this thing out and I could stop making excuses. But it, like, I <laughs> stopped me in my tracks, and and we just we went dove into it and finished it super fast, and it's it's pretty kick-ass. Yeah. All right, and anything in particular? Everything's about. Does it tie into the theory of everything? Is it really about nothing? Is it <laughs> What's uh well the you know we are everything i think is the is the the key line in that song mm-hmm. um coming out of that bridge uh it's just sort of about at the end of the day it's it's who you are as a person is what you're left with and and wh- how you treat other people and how simple life really is when you strip out all the distractions and all that. Cool. All right. Well, with that being well said, I'll put you guys on hold. The mouse is working <laughs> fine right now. And, um, so, so and we'll check out that. everything. So take that. That's right. All right. Hold on, guys. We're going to check this out now. Okay. The next track we're going to check out is Everything off of Life on Planet Nine's new album that is out tomorrow titled The Theory of Everything. And uh, here's the track. We'll check it out, and then we'll come back.
All right, everyone, again, welcome back to the Carrie Edelman Show with Everything by Life on Planet Nine off of their new album, Out Tomorrow, August 26th, The Theory of Everything. So another great track by these guys, and again, you got to check out this album. Really cool stuff, and pick up a copy tomorrow when it will be available. All right, Pete and Neil, you guys are both back on. Awesome, awesome stuff. It is a great track. Thanks for playing this stuff, by the way. Really cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. Definitely, guys. No, that's what the show's all about. Like I said, support people and spread the word, and please keep promoting the podcast. Are you on Facebook or anything, Neil? I look for you. I can't find you. Uh, I'm not. You're not. I didn't think you were. I'm not. (laughs) Are you kind of like not into the kind of social media stuff, or what's your what's your impression on that? I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Yeah. All right. I was kind of there for a while, years ago, and yeah. I just kind of, kind of straight away. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's okay. Everyone, uh, it's you know, everyone has their own thing, so it's not for everyone. <laughs> Good, for you, Good for you, kid. Good for you. I like um, whale watching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you like I'm to do? I'm envious. <laughs> no, no, I was kidding. What'd you say, though? Silly. I said I like whale watching. <laughs> like whale watching. All right, that's cool. What What do you like? Here, while we're talking about different things, and then we'll get back into the album. What What do you like to do on the side for? I don't know any hobbies that you have, Neil. Anything interesting that you like to do? Uh, I I, I walk my dogs. What kind of dog do you have? I actually have two miniature pinchers, and they're uh, oh, they're, nice. they're, great, they're they're great little dogs. They're they're super cool. Cool. We we play yeah. music, Carrie, for fun. That's what we do. Yeah. Some yeah, people no, play. I know. I know. I've said it, I've said it on your show before. Some people like to play golf. Some people like to sit in a tree right. and kill animals. Neil and I like to play. That. <laughs> Neil and I like to play music. That's what we like to do. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Well, you're a surfer, Pete. You like to surf. I was just trying to get at I, Neil if there's anything interesting. Else. <laughs> he likes to walk his you know, you know, dogs. I, I used to ride motorcycles, but I kind of let that one go over the last couple of years. Okay. So. And, okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. So getting back into what? What is the ultimate goal? Like you said, you Awkward. guys are mainly just doing this for what's wrong. <laughs> it, was, it was an awkward time. I heard you say awkward. Yeah, that was it was. Like it was a weird. That was, that was weird. Uh, Neil and I are both drinking beer, so you got to keep it going. Okay, keep it going. Off. Keep it going. I'm just kidding. Um, just... No, it's okay. It was a. It was a kind of awkward, <laughs> random moment. That's okay. It happens. <laughs> Sorry that that was that was my bad. My bad. No, stop. Focus, no Neil. Fault. Focus. <laughs> You know what we should do? We should write like a sitcom based on you two. I think that would be interesting. It could be well, entertaining. <laughs> I want to do something exactly, like that. That I'll could talk definitely to you guys go a couple ways. That could be, real, that could be really funny <laughs> well, or r- really boring. Probably both. <laughs> well, I'm sure, you're, I'm sure fans of you guys would like to see it. So... Um, so what's the, I mean, the album comes out tomorrow, and I know you guys are doing this because you love to do it, but any 
you know, any, not necessarily, I don't want to say we're expectations because that's a strong word, but, you know, anything that you want to do with this album, are you looking to try to get some radio play? Are you looking to go out and do some shows with it? We're always trying to, you know, take it, take it to the next level if, if we can, but it, right. we're, we really kind of, kind of take one step at a time with it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we, we've met some incredible people along the way. It's one of my favorite parts of, of this journey, and so we still have a lot of friends out there, you know, from Texas to sure. Massachusetts to Italy, you know. I mean, so, yeah. Wow. We, we would love to, to take this out there. We just kind of have to take it one step at a time. And, and like I oh, said before, I, I can't stress enough, there's, there's, no, there's no ticking clock here for us. So, uh, you know, we don't feel like we have to jump out there just because we put the record out. We definitely want people to hear it and and we'll you know we're really looking forward to seeing how people receive it and then we're gonna we'll go from there we're we're, the only plan we have at the moment we're shooting another video with with our friend world-renowned director jared felix uh next month that's the only details i can give you but um that's kind of where we're at at the moment and we'll we'll definitely be playing we'll be playing some shows here in california for sure yep Okay. And hopefully Great. beyond. Hopefully beyond. And when you guys play shows, because I know it's just the two of you. I mean, you're basically setting up like you did in the video, the laptop with all the other. There's three of us. The, the third member. Well, the third member is Mr. It's Mr. X. Mr. <laughs> X. Mr. Mr. X plays the drums and the bass, and then it's Neil. Oh, okay. <laughs> but did you guys have another? Did you have another member a while back? I mean, because I was looking again when I was doing some research on this stuff last night. The band. Did you have a guy named Pete at one point in it? Or oh yeah, helping out in it. Yeah. Pete is our honorary member. Yeah, Pete's an honorary member. He, we played some shows with Pete, and, and he's cool. He was in Low Pro, and we're a big family. So well, unfortunately, we're on the opposite sides of the country, so it gets a little tricky at our level. Yeah. Wow. Where is he? Where is he located? He's up in the Massachusetts area. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. And he's a busy guy. He's out there. He's out there doing it on the road still, and so it's just hard. It's hard to lock down at the moment. Right. Right. But the last show that we played, the last show we played, it was just Neil and I, and and you know we definitely run some programming live, and. this fun, this record will be a lot of fun because it's it's a little more uh, there's a lot more going on so it'll it'll be a little a little livelier. The initial the first record was a little somber live. This one's a little more upbeat and it'll be it should be fun. Well, nice. well, I think we learned I think we learned too because we went from we went from a full rock band and and then you know Aaron Lewis took us on an acoustic tour in low pro. Mm-hmm. And, I read and that. I, I think that I think that kind of opened our eyes to a lot of things because we started playing, you know, in front of these huge crowds, sitting in stools, you know, and and or sitting yeah. on stools, I should say. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's different. That's very different. Yeah, it's a little different. <laughs> but uh, no, it, it, it was it was a cool experience, and and then I think we just kind of realized that we could kind of do that we're so into electronics that we can kind of incorporate all this too. And, and like, I didn't even really want to play acoustic this time around. Like, 
I really tried to concentrate on just like playing electric guitar and using mm-hmm. violin bows and crazy stuff. Like set aside from low pro and ultra spank where I always used like big giant guitar rigs with lots of distortion and just tried to concentrate on using like clean guitars and and you know, like embellishing stuff with lots of like cool different electronic stuff a guy like puts his voice through keyboards and creates his own sounds it's like does all kinds of cool stuff right right yeah yeah i mean and and just not only the sound but just just reflecting back on what you just said regarding you know you went out on that tour with aaron lewis and did the acoustic stuff and it really opened up a new world and just, again, honing in on just how flexible you guys are. And you know what I mean? Just not like you said, having to have that big electric crunchy guitar sound, like you're able to kind of strip it down and do something like this and still see that you yeah. have an awesome fan base out there. And that's, it's cool because people get so kind of, you know, put in one box and they just want to sound like this or play like this. And it's nice when you can actually step back and see all the different opportunities and other things you can do. Yeah, I get claustrophobic when I'm when I'm stuck in that place in that one little pigeonhole. I I I get claustrophobic. I can't breathe. I I like to. I just want to be able to do whatever I want to do. So mm-hmm. uh, I try really hard to change it each time around too. So you know. Yeah. Definitely. Well, who, who you can knows, definitely hear it in who, the in the music. Who knows where it'll go next time? You know. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> definitely. Well, let's do this. Can I play one more song, and then we'll come back and start wrapping things up and just think about, you know, some other interesting things you guys can share with the audience about yourselves or your journey? Sounds fantastic. All right. All right. So I picked, again, there were so many good ones. Like I said, Here We Are is great. Now is great. Um, but I really like Tonight because Tonight, to me, again, it had you were incorporating kind of more of a band sound to it. It just it reminded me of some of the older stuff from, from the low-pro albums, the earlier ones. So I really like Tonight, so I picked that one. And uh, nice. do you want to yeah. comment on Tonight? Uh, you know, that one kind of came out of left field, huh, Neil? Yeah. But but we, you know, it's 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 got its own, it's it's a little unique sitting on that record, but it's got such a powerful vibe on its own that we, we really couldn't leave it off. Uh, and it, cool. I think by the time we finished everything, it, it really, it just makes sense surrounded by all those other songs. So I'm, I'm glad you picked that one out because it's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, see, that's, that's like. where my thinking goes. I always kind of listen to, like you said, it was, it was, it was different. It did stand out from the rest of the stuff, but it still had its spot and again, very catchy, very hooky, you know? So, all right. Yeah. That that song's a radio tonight. smash. <laughs> that's what, no, no, Neil, chart topping. You missed oh, that, chart that topping. is a chart topper. <laughs> there you go. All right, cool care, guys. My, his, my favorite records growing up, my favorite records were always the ones that took you on, on a journey, you know. Um, that's part mm-hmm. of what I can't stand about the music business now is that people just keep putting out the same stuff over and over again. And I right. I think that that's a big reason why this, this works so well is that we, we – we, do change it up. We we get we both get restless if we're just doing the same thing over and over again. So definitely. All right. Well, let's check out tonight, and then we'll uh, we'll come back. Okay. Cool. Thank you. All right. Hold on, guys. 
All right. Again, we're going to play three songs tonight. The third one we're playing tonight is Tonight, no pun intended, off of Life on Planet Nine's album that is out tomorrow titled The Theory of Everything. So it's one of my favorite tracks. Let's check it out. Here we go with Tonight, and please pick up a copy of their album tomorrow. I can't believe anything I can't believe anything I can't believe anything 
Spidery One, again, the hit single, or the smashing top single, now making up my own words at this point, uh, tonight by Life on Planet Nine, which is out tomorrow. So everyone, be sure to pick up The Theory of Everything. Let's bring Pete and Neil back on, and we'll start wrapping things up. All right, guys, great, great track. Awesome. Awesome, Karen. Thank you. Nice. Very hey, cool. You know, yeah. I'll tell you what, people picking this record up tomorrow is everything. <laughs> so we got some amazing support, uh, people that have stuck with us for a very long time, and we're so thankful for that and can't wait for everybody to hear this record. Yeah, it's a great it's a great record. I mean, I have, like, gosh, I have so much music from you guys at this point. It's like I can work out for the next uh, week straight. This is great. I love listening to this stuff. No, seriously, I'm always going back and forth. I'm like, oh, I haven't listened to the beautiful Sounds of Revenge in a while. Oh, i got to check this out. So, no, I really, uh, yeah. you guys are very talented, and I, I truly love the music you guys make. really do. Thank you very much. Nice. nice. Definitely. So, what else do you guys want to share? I actually wanted to ask you a quick question before I forget. So, Life on, on Planet Nine was a pseudonym that came out of Low Pro. What was the? How did you guys come up with that that name, and, and what's the meaning behind it? Well, in astrology, the uh, Pluto is the planet of of rebirth, uh, mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of where it came out of. And uh, you know, it was it was definitely a rebirth for us. It was kind of a new thing, a new page, cool. a new chapter. Uh, death and rebirth, Pluto. All right, well said. Uh, so it was just kind of, you know, really felt like a, a new chapter for us. So we're putting some things to rest, starting some new things, and mm-hmm. going from there. No looking back. That's right. Uh, like you just said in this song, weaving it behind. So love that. <laughs> That's stuff. correct. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, no, a seriously. Theme. Definitely a theme there. Definitely a theme there. There's, yeah, you have a yeah, theme in some of your stuff. I mean, Clean the Slate, I love that track. And yeah. Yeah, it just your music just really resonates well with just me thinking of my life and things when I'm trying to, you know, do things new and move on and learn from my experiences. And it always they always sit well with me in, in one way or another, even if it has a despondent feel. It just, yeah, it's cool. Well, that's, I'm sorry, that's, amazing, to, that's amazing to hear. That's amazing to hear because to me that's what it's all about. That's what I got from the music that I listen to. And and that's, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm stoked to hear you say that. That's awesome. Cool. Definitely. Definitely. And what we we're always trying to move. We're always trying to move forward here. So mm-hmm. we're always trying to move forward here. We're not. We're not trying to live in the past. Correct. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's true. And that's. I mean, even. I mean, I know. I mentioned in the beginning. I'm a clinical psychologist, and I work predominantly in forensics. And yeah, that is even crazy, with the by the way. To, yeah. <laughs> well. Give me your, I'll have Pete send you my number. Believe me, you got to hear some of my stories. I, I can only imagine. I, when I was, I was listening to that, I was just like, "Whoa, that's intense." Yeah, I, I, uh, I managed a supermax prison for about seven years, an inpatient psychiatric unit, 150 beds. Where, where are you, yeah. if you don't mind me asking? I'm, I'm curious. I'm located in Jersey, New Jersey. In Jersey, okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah, just, but it, it really, you know, even my experiences being in that type of an environment, whether it's, it's clinical, it's, it's corrections, 
you know, I just, I really take a lot away from the music I listen to and try to better myself. And, you know, and, and somehow relay that to the patients I work with, you know, in terms of learning from your experiences and, and moving on and changing things in your life. Um, so, yeah. Very interesting. <laughs> Are you guys Very still there? <laughs> I, oh, no, I, I was just, I was thinking about that. Yeah. It's making me feel inadequate. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. No, I no, I... Hey, it's. I always say it's all relative. Believe me, I said to you, Pete, I want to write a song with you one day. I was, you know, I'm envious of, of, again, and it's great, but it's so cool to see the relationship you guys had. And when I was involved in music, and I haven't done it in a couple of years now, but, you know, part of the reason I, quote, unquote, left it behind and moved on was because, right, the challenges I had with finding, you know, people that were on the same level that wanted to have a goal and work towards something and be flexible and, it was very tough to find, and it's um, very hard and that's to find. why I started to, it's very hard to find. right, and that's and that's why like you guys, I was flexible, and I said, you know what, I like interviewing. I have this psychology background. Let me start a show and support people in the entertainment industry, and that's kind of how I started to be open minded and and look at you know how can I give back in different ways, even if I'm not quote unquote singing right now or doing music. Um, yeah, that's yeah. Huge. so it's cool. Yeah, it's very awesome. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Deep, Neil, right? Very deep. <laughs> great. But, um, great. yeah. So, no, it was great having you guys on, and it's always a pleasure, Pete, and I'm glad that Neil was able to join us, too, and, you know, I've had the honor now of meeting you, too, and, yeah, it's all about the journey, like you guys said, and I've met some amazing people through the radio show that I wouldn't have met any other way. Um, so, yep. it's really cool. Exactly. Exactly. We've met some amazing people, some not-so-amazing people, but they've all... Contributed to the overall journey, you know, and that's what it's all about. You 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 pick up what you want and you leave what you don't behind, and it's all good. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm there's only so much be... room in the trunk. <laughs> there's only so much room in the trunk. What what is sometimes what is the analogy to that? Sometimes you got to take you got to put some things down if you want to pick something else up. Yeah, you can't fit well, it like all. That. Can't carry it all with you, man. Yeah, no, that's good. good. That's good. I like that. Good stuff. <laughs> well, guys, I'm looking forward to see what's what's to come of this new album. And um, again, you guys are always welcome back on, whether it's this project, other projects, you know, on the show to promote stuff. So, you know, please keep in touch. Awesome. Um, you already sent me a new song, so maybe we'll be back sooner than you think. No. Yeah, we're all, well, we're already can... we're already pumping out new tracks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, keep in mind, maybe a female vocalist. Hint, yeah, hint. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Nice. I would love to. Seriously. We, we awesome. love female so. vocalists. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk off the air. Carrie, thank you that so would be, much. That would be my goal. <laughs> thank you yeah, so much. Guys, for your definitely. And your support of all, of all our mutual friends like OTAN and iEmpire. Thank you so much. Definitely. Yeah, you guys know it's a pleasure. Awesome interview. And, and please, please promote the podcast. I just want to, I saw there was a lot of people in the chat room listening in, so anyone who didn't hear it, um, let's definitely get it out there so people can uh, download it and, and hear what's to come with you guys. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Thank you right. so much, Carrie. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Much success with the new album that's out tomorrow, and uh, keep in touch. Thank you so much. Okay. Have a great night, guys. All right. 
Hey, you Take too. care. Bye. Bye. All right, everyone, again, Pete Murray and Neil Godfrey, please support these guys and pick up a copy of their album that is out tomorrow titled The Theory of Everything, and it is Life on Planet Nine. We played three tracks tonight. Great interview with these guys. So if you tuned in late by any means or any reason, uh, download the podcast after it's over, and please share it, spread the word. Amazing guys, amazing music, and keep supporting them. You can visit them on Life on Planet Nine. Just uh, look it up on Facebook. They have a page there and they're frequently keeping people up to date with what is going on. So thanks so much for tuning in tonight. If you have a Twitter page, follow me at Carrie Edelman. If you follow me, I will follow you. Also, I'd love to keep in touch with people on Facebook, so send me a friend request. I have two personal pages. One of them is maxed out, or it might be maxed out, so just find me, and you can befriend me that way. And to also please become a fan of the Carrie Edelman Show on Facebook, and that's where you can get all the updates for upcoming shows, events, and more. So thanks, everyone, again, for tuning in tonight. Great interview with Pete and Neil. And uh, we'll be back in September. I'm in the process of booking some new interviews. So we will see what's to come. I appreciate the support. And please keep spreading the word about all these amazing guests on the show. Again, very interesting interviews. Every interview is different and unique. And you really get a nice timeline and life story about who these people are and what their journey has been like in whatever industry it is, music, comedy, filmmaking, So please check it out. Some really cool stuff. Thanks again for the support and have a great night. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.